Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. I got my good friend Kyrie Green in the building. How you feeling, Kyrie? Man, I'm I'm doing good on the Lord's Sunday out here, bro. Just chilling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good vibes. Yeah, I'm just praying. I'm just praying to God our listeners can hear us this week because we started off kind of rough <laughs> last week. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm on my soul. Yeah, man. But listen, um, y'all know what we do here. We here to uh, uplift the voice of the Black and marginalized community. Um, so like we like to thank each and every one of y'all in the live chat for t- uh, tuning in. And uh, today we got a very very special guest in the building. But before I introduce him, let me let y'all get familiar right quick. Fire. Listen to what this man's saying too, because these lyrics is different. Yeah, they different, different. I believe in giving people their flowers. I just want y'all to know. Love y'all. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to see the light, but I promise it's there. Feel like the universe is picking and it don't seem fair. That every time I look around, see like a life is missing. And I wanna feel like God been put the best intentions, man. But you know they say the good die young, and you only live once. Better have your fun. It's on you to make sure that all your dreams get done. Living life half empty is the biggest con, for real. And every loved one, I hope you're aware. Before anything happens, just know that I'm there. God bless us, I love with your deepest protection and bulletproof all the homies. GPS and direction, man. 2020 been one hell of a ride. The fact you made it through it makes you one of a kind. This year left one strong mark on my mind Two things you can't get back in life is people in time Treat every single moment like it's more precious than gold It be kind to every soul that you meet on this road Some moments only come once, they never come again Miss opportunity, simply gone with the wind I always feel grateful on a night like this Lay down set at the ceiling and just reminisce On all the good times with good folks with free minds And I hope to rewind and soak in some good vibes Lord, do you hear my prayers or they getting through? Tell them all I'm good, I know they missing you Tell Big Brian that I carry the torch Remember every word that we said on the porch Man, I had this 2020 vision back in 2010 My child likes to believe challenge the hearts of many men Upon me devil's wish, on many dreams I give a hundred but go 50 cent on anything And that's no diss, I reference the legends I'm on my way to be there too, just taking a second It's win because if it's never in question I compete to being first, I'm never in second Man, against myself I compete the hardest See it's me versus I know who's the better artist I had to find my why because this game is heartless I fight to keep my lights surrounded by darkness And even in the darkest had to shine regardless I really had to vent my soul in the chorus I got the same hunger like when I was college Appetite strong for success I'm starving Listen, the evolution to my higher self On the path of love, happiness, success and wealth I mean it's hard work, really gotta be for something Cause what's the point of having all if really is nothing And what's the point of having things if it don't come with loving And what's the point of having people if there's no discussion And what's the point of having time if you don't use it And what's the point of having love if you abuse it Man And I know we made it this far Who gon' stop us? Love And you can't stop us No, no, no You can't stop us my closing remarks. Thank you. All love. Yeah. We're not through yet.
But it's lovely how you do you Let me take you out and guess I have you back by curfew Have a good time, pass some laughs if you want to Baby, what you gon' do? Look, asking the questions like you ain't already mine Only body on earth, gets in the shit I must find We can look so divine Really can keep composing when you look in my eyes It happens every time, look Model face would rather be behind the camera Love is a marathon, baby, have to have the stamina Can anyone pluck me from your side, girl? Never can you stay away, girl? I'm talking about forever, 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 ever, forever. Yes, how you by my side and I feel so blessed. Heaven's open wide and it gave me a gift. Yeah, you know the song for you, put that kiss on my lips. Take it. Diamond in the rough, buried deep underground Says you know the things I've been through, please watch the things you say to me Make sure there's some truth to every single word you're telling me Have some players before you, just make sure you never play with me Love is a journey, I guess we gon' have to wait and see yeah. Because I love how this feel, I mean I know this is real I mean I trust my heart with you and baby, here is a deal Then my heart is yours forever, man, it's signing this seal Deliver this yours, love's so good, girl, you got me speaking gibberish Don't know what I'm saying, but I know just how I feel, I'm just trying to deliver it Baby girl, I'm just trying to deliver it, yeah That's such a vibe, man. <clears throat> such a vibe, fire, fire. Thank my bad, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, man, uh, like I said, get familiar, man. For all y'all who don't know, that's my good brother, Alex the Great, or formerly known as Alex the Great, <laughs> uh, better, better, better known as All Names Taken. But we're gonna call him Taken for this episode. What's good, my brother? How you feeling? What's up with it, my boy? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Uh, I just appreciate the love, man. I'm glad to see y'all vibing out to the good music, man. Uh, yeah, bro. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Go ahead and tell the, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Let them know where you're from. Give them a little brief bio. Hey, man. So my name is Taken, aka All Names Taken, aka The Great. Um, I'm from the DFW area from Dallas. If you don't know, uh, I'm from a town called Grand Prairie. Um, I'm also from Dalward. Um, uh, so for me, man, I'm just a, I'm a creative. Uh, I love to create music, producer, songwriter, artist. Uh, I just want to connect with people, win their hearts. Uh, that's my goal, man. 
Yeah, and I and I'm 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 gonna tell you if uh, if you ever get the privilege of seeing this man perform live, he he would definitely do that for you. Um, uh, why why the name change? I gotta ask you that because you know I, I originally know, you know what I call you, but <laughs> why, why why the name change? Yeah, man. Name um, it's it's both a serious story and a funny story all like kind of wrapped up in one. Uh, so long story short, man, we was doing everything we was doing under Alex the Great, man. You know, like I think I even met you in Denver. We was performing mm-hmm. different cities. Uh, you know, selling our shows here, doing our thing, you know, making newspaper, doing all type of stuff. But after we got started, there was a lot of different Alex the Great start popping up. Mm. Um, and I started having to do artist separation, you know, like the only things that I control, like Spotify, Apple Music, uh, my music getting entangled with their music. And I'm like, nah, bro, I don't, I don't need none of that. You Google it. First, you got to get past Alexander the Great. And then, you know, a couple pages now, you'll see me. So that it just everything about it was just like, man, I'm, I'm putting out, I'm doing too much for me to be so buried. Uh, beneath everything and uh we had to come up with a new name um and it really felt like all names were taken but it was a double like double-edged swords like okay now nah, like i'm everything like i'm taking your fans i'm i'm taking everything like all names taken so like when you look at me that's why i say just call me taken and we're gonna take over and we're gonna keep pushing it um and i just love the name it was something that came out of you know i'm a comical guy sometimes and it came out of that but it it has so many different underlining meanings that just kept going you know mm-hmm. what i mean so like uh it, it just was time and i think that even with that came a new light like even the way i am creative under alex the great i don't know if you remember everything was black and white mm-hmm. under all names taken uh it's, it's a lot oh, more colorful mm-hmm. a lot more like a lot more palettes and textures e- even with the music uh i think that alex the great was very much more serious uh, and taking is like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it wherever I want to. Like, whatever it is, you know, so I'm having fun with doing what I love. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's uh, a lot of the meaning behind that. But but a lot of that would be unraveled uh, just as we continue to move forward. People will see more about why the name is taken. So, like, that's the surface level, but but it'll get it, – it will get into more some more some more with just the music and, and what we're going to be doing moving forward. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's dope, bro. That, so that – uh, you got it, Kyrie. Yeah, that's real dope. So do you think like you you mentioned um how you know everything's more colorful versus everything being black and white? So I got two questions for you. One, do you feel like you've taken on a new persona as an artist with a name change? And then um no, I forgot the second question. I want to get to that question first, but do you feel like you've taken on a new persona with a name change? Um, you know, as far as like how you're writing your music and how you're handling your business now? I won't say that I took on another persona, but I added more of myself to it. I think that I was so focused on like, this okay. is what I need to be, that I was like negating like the other parts of me, like the fun cookout vibes and the, the hey man, like, mm. hey, we trying to fall in love tonight vibes or shoot, hey, we just trying to have fun tonight, you know, whatever that may be. Uh, so I think that that all of those, like I was, I was keeping myself away from the more colorful side. So, uh, so yes and no, like, no, nah, I'm still Alex the Great. Like that's part of it. Right. But we added this much more to it. So, so yeah. Man, I'm loving it. I think it's a solid move so far. And then my second question for you was after the name change, were you able to get away from everything that you talked about as far as like all the issues you was encountering under Alex the Great, as far as like you feeling like you were buried, is that stuff kind of moved on now as well? Man, absolutely. You go all names taken, you're going to find me. <laughs> you know, you look it yeah, up. I'm right you look here. up the I'm music, you're going to find me. 
So like it, okay. it just made it easier to get direct to people. It may be like a weird way to spell it, but you find it. Like and that's it. Like no matter where you go, you go to TikTok, you go to Instagram, you go to wherever, you're gonna find it. Uh, yeah, so it just made it easier for me to not to be buried and just let my creativity be the thing that went out versus me having to win out against other people with my same name and trying to, you know, go the go the legal route and all of, I'm like, nah man, I'm not from other. So like let's just let them have that and let's we good enough to I'm always trying to one up myself. That's why I feel about it. I'm good enough to do to to keep it going. Like, you know what I'm saying? So so I was like, Y'all can have that and let me go this way and I can still be, you know, people still call me Alex the Great because all names are taken. So like I, I own that too. So like whichever way you want to take it, that's right. uh that's the way we're going with it. Mm-hmm. I had a question, man, because that's uh real dope. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nah, and, nah, I appreciate you, Curry. Yeah. And so uh, I, I, my, my next question for you is uh uh whenever I see you live, whenever I see you perform, I feel like I'm going to church. Where did your love th- does your love for music have anything to do with that background, or is it just like uh, where did your love come from is what I'm trying to ask. All right, so that's like a it's like a double-edged question. And let me put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. It comes from church because I feel like, like in a sense, like my gifts and my skills and everything that I go through come from God. And, you know, like this is my way to connect with people. You know what I mean? And I feel like my journey in life is to show people that anything is possible and to don't stop. Like whatever that is, don't stop. Like you only get one life and live it to the fullest. Like, if you see a beautiful woman you want to talk to her, go do that because you may never get that chance again. If, if you love your bro, don't be afraid to say that, bro. Like, hey, bro, I love you, man, because like you, that chance may never come again. Um, if you got a dream, go after it, bro. Whatever it is, like you may fail at it, cool, but you did it. You know what I'm saying? You tried, like whatever that is. Um, and for me, I was I was also raised in the church. Uh, my mother was a was a singer. My cousins are singers and musicians and. Like, so I was raised around that. But growing up, like, I wasn't really trying to be a part of the music. I was an artist. So, like, and when I say artist, I mean everything but music. I was drawing Dragon Ball Z. and Like, that was my thing. And when I got older, uh, it was a time in my life where everything was just kind of rough, man. We was broke as hell. Uh, uh, People was passing away. And music just kind of took this void where I never thought it would. And I started learning how to play the keys. And I, I used to want to be Jamie Foxx, bro. Like, <laughs> that was my thing. I wanted to be Jamie Foxx. And, like, it just started taking over different places. And it, and it just kind of grew from there and, and became my own. So I didn't, like, necessarily have the same route as my family. Uh, but music just kind of took its own journey within me. And I, and I liked it. Like, I feel like it's my skill, like, my talent, my gift, like a piece of who I am. Like, at least one piece of it. And when I'm on that stage and I got that opportunity to to let people know when I got your attention and I got your heart, let me go ahead and tap in and let you know, hey, you see how I'm going after it too, you can go after it as well. Man, that's 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 a really, really dope experience. Yeah, me too. You got any questions for him, Kyrie? Um, yeah, so one thing I wanted to talk about, man, is like I listen to a lot of your songs and I love them. And we kind of talked before uh, we started the podcast, so like the range of emotions I was going through uh, with your music and like how every song, you know, what I'm saying like the lyrics hit different. It's very melodic and everything like that. So, you know, with your craft, what kind of inspires your creative process to develop your music in a way that it affects your listeners on an emotional level? Um, I think everything I do is to affect somebody on an emotional level. When I say that. It doesn't mean on the deepest level either, because I think sometimes you get so tied up in, man, right. I need to connect. I need to, like, man, 
have fun. Like that's an emotional level. Like I'm happy. That's an emotional level. I have this rule that I share with like all my artist friends. Um, if you are feeling a high in any emotion, I don't care if that's sad, happy, uh, excited, nervous, or whatever, don't waste it on a social media post. Put it in your art. And like that's the way I feel about it. Mm. So like when I'm if I'm if I'm feeling in love, I'm gonna make a love song. If I'm feeling mad, I'm gonna make that. If I'm feeling like uh can't nobody touch me, I'm gonna write some lyrics saying can't nobody touch me. I'm not gonna put up a post saying can't nobody touch me. I'm gonna make a song and then put it out yeah. and then you're gonna feel that because I'm letting you know, can't nobody touch me. If I'm if I'm feeling like, man, I just want to thank God for being alive, I'm gonna put that. If I'm saying like, dang, I miss my bros, because they passed on. Like, I'm gonna put that in there. Like it 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 just that's the way I want to connect. And being a human, we all experience that. So we all experience the same things in different ways. So like, I just want to connect with that. Like, that's just who I am. Like, like if we partying, cool, we got something for that. If we, if we sad, cool, we got something for that. We just chilling with the homies. We chilling with the girl. We got something for that. So like, it's just uh, the different textures and we always experiencing new stuff in life. So, you know, like now it's, it's new content to make. It's new whatever. Sometimes it's the same content from a different perspective that you got to make. Uh, so for me, it's just, I, I love to connect with people on an emotional level. And my favorite artists, you know, Tupac's Kanye's and, you know, and, and the, the Lauren Hills or the Missy's, like, like the way that I see them was like, some of them may not have been the best lyricists, but they for sure was going to connect with you on a spiritual level. Like I always said this about Pac. When he say, Suge, when I get out, I tell I was going to start digging in their chest. Hey, you felt that, like, if, if he's saying, you know, uh, uh, dear mama, like you felt that, like it don't matter what level he was on, gangster, happy, party, like he gonna make you feel it. And that's what I wanna do, like in my music, I wanna, in my art, my creativity, my passion, I wanna make you feel it. Yeah, man, you definitely do a good job at that, like for real, cause you, you experience those range of emotions. And another thing, like too, I like your music, cause I hear a lot of those influences you talk about with like Kirk Franklin, Kanye West, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, who else was it? It was uh, Ryan Leslie. We just talked about him on a uh, podcast before. Ryan so I hear some of those influences. Yeah, like yeah. it's pretty dope to uh, do that. And the fact that you, you know, that advice that you just put out as when you on an emotional high, like put that in music, don't waste that on a post, be real about it. Some Somebody could feel that, you know, so I hey, very well said, bro. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. And, and um, I'm, it was a comment sort of and a question wrapped inside of a comment. Um, I consider some artists to be recording artists. Right. Um, I think you're a phenomenal recording artist. So don't take this as a slight. But no. I, I, I've, like I said, I, like I said earlier, I've had the privilege of seeing you perform and the way you MC, the way you control crowds. All that is top tier. It's it's like it's like you already made it. Like I, I see superstar level when I watch you perform. You know what I mean? So um what like what what is your take on that? Would you consider what what would you, what would you consider yourself? More of a recording artist or more of a performing artist? Um man, that's a tough one because they two different things to me. Like I'm both, but the recording part for me is the creative session. Like that's what I would call that is purely for me. Like, like when I'm making music, I'm making it for me. Like, like that's the fun part. Like the getting the puzzles and how can I make something like, like I'm getting this off my chest. Like this is me. But when I'm on stage, it's like, it's, it's a moment. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting to share what I made in my bedroom, what I made in the studio, what I made with the homies, what I made like with people and get to connect with this as a shared experience. And there is nothing like that. Like, 
at all. So they they different. Like one is purely for me, but one is a shared experience. And like connecting with people with music is just like uh matter of fact, I went to my first concert uh, a couple weeks ago that wasn't mine in like the last couple of years just because of the pandemic and everything. Uh and I went to I took my little sister to go see her favorite artist. It's just lucky day. Um and just being there, even before like he got on stage, just the DJ coming out, whole crowd singing songs, just rocking. I was like, man, there's really no experience like a group of people coming together, yeah, energy, such as vibe to music to get like there's nothing like it, bro. Like we can go to the movies, we can go to a a, a sporting event, but there's nothing like people gathering together just to rock out to some music, to vibe to some music, to experience something. Like, so like that right there. And I'm not sure if I'm really answering your question, but ain't, ain't nothing like that stage, bro. Yeah. Ain't nothing like that now, stage. Now I think you answered it. Um, and I think that's why you resonate when you perform, because I just want to get, get the people a little story. The first time I've ever seen him perform, we was in Colorado. And uh, uh, I forgot what uh, what school that was. We was at Alex, but that was the first time. Uh, ever... University of Colorado, Denver. That's Denver. Where we yeah. Were. Yeah. And that was the first time I've ever yeah. been in the green room. Uh, people who don't know me when we tra- when I travel, I like to snack. So I be I was back there tearing them little sandwiches up in the green. <laughs> <laughs> I was fading them sandwiches, man. Hey, man so, they had the green room lit. Oh God, they had the green they room. Had, they had every. We was deep in that green room, yeah, man. We yeah. had everything. Yeah, there. yeah, man. And, and the funny thing is, I don't even eat before performances. So they tearing all this up. Like I'm just there because I don't eat because I don't, don't want to burn. Want to be out of breath. Like so, I came back and then I started eating afterwards. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about they was going through everything. Bro, bro. We yeah. had everything. In there. And I definitely feel bad now because I did not know you didn't eat before performances back then. I, I swear I had about six of them sandwiches. Fam, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Insulin, <laughs> high as hell. Oh, God. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was definitely, yeah. up there. I was recording this whole show, uh, full as a food. I, I had no clue he was up there, back hurting, starving on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it don't, it don't hit you to after. Yeah, like, yeah. After the adrenaline died down, yeah. it's like, hey, bro, I need to go get some drink. Mm. I'm parched. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, it don't hit you to afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but uh, what I was saying about the uh, performance though, like uh, you had that crowd locked in, and this is what I talk about about a, uh, as an MC. Like I had never seen nobody come on stage or somebody come on stage where nobody knew a, a single word of theirs, and just their presence had them locked in. You had them swaying, you had them rapping the, the lyrics to the hook, all that man. Like you completely control the uh, that crowd. You embody what 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 an MC is. So like I'm telling y'all. It's it's a special thing when this man hit the stage. I know a lot of y'all are not familiar, but I'm telling y'all, once y'all get to experience this man, because like I said, we coming out the pandemic now, so I'm pretty sure he got some performances wrapped up. But I'm I'm giving him his flowers now, like that song you got flowers. Like I'm giving your flowers now, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's 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 an experience. Yeah. Hey, speaking of performances too, uh, what you got planned like coming up next? You got anything in Dallas? Anything, uh, you know, tours? Any anything like that? Uh, so uh, and this is my first time saying this publicly all together. Uh, but May 27th, I'm releasing a project uh, called Taking Over. And on nice. the 28th, I'm doing a release show uh, here in Dallas, uh, the Dallas area. I'm um, and hey, <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's just like, like I, I miss it and ain't nothing like it, man. Um, and I'm just excited to share new music, connect with people and go off. Because, I mean... I'm cold on that stage, bro. This ain't the time to be humble. He 100% is cold yeah, on that stage. And if, and if you come out there, you're going to leave like, 
you're gonna leave feeling different, bro. Like it's just it's just different. You're gonna want more. Uh speaking of Ryan Leslie, something that Ryan Leslie used to say all the, all the time was like my music is like a way to get people to the live show. Like my music is cold, but the live show, like for instance, Jerome talked about uh this this record I have called Flowers. It's not out. I think on the video that we made years ago, I said it was coming soon. It is not out. Um, and people know that record just from live shows. Like, that's it. Like, they know that record just from live shows. Um, I will say that that record will be coming out this year, though. Uh, okay. It's 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 a beautiful record. Like, um, I think it was actually, ironically, is like the record that made me become an artist. Uh, mm. Like, before that, I was just a producer, songwriter. But that record, like, when I wrote that first verse, it made me become an artist. Um but yeah, man, I'm just excited. Like I said, May 27, taking over is coming out. Taking over, the takeover is here. Uh, we're gonna continue to take it up, and on the 28th, we're gonna experience it together. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna leave sweating. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna leave sweating. So that's you're gonna leave. If you older, your knees may be popping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like just know we're gonna have some fun that night. I'm gonna get you in and out your element all at the same time. Yeah, and um, no, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. So May 28th, Dallas, be on the lookout uh, for all names taken. Uh, the takeover, uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, one question I had to ask you too is we uh, we talked about church earlier too because your, mu- your your music is relatively clean. Um, is it a, is it a reason for that? So yes, but the reason is very much different than what most people would think. Uh, my goal was to, if any record popped, that it was automatically ready for radio. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want any hurdles in between it. That's really what it was. Um, so coming up soon, you may hear some more records that are all the way clean, uh, just period. But I always looked up, like I said, we talked about Tupac. I remember distinctly a difference in music before he passed away and after. Tupac had two different versions of his song mm-hmm. a lot of times like mm-hmm. like the words would be switched up for radio it wasn't just like oh we blinked out the cuss words it was like this is a completely different version yeah. like shout out to dr um, dre dre came over yeah there. man yeah man and i thought that that was beautiful and that that didn't really that didn't really last i don't think you know what i'm saying but i mean we don't really cater to radio now anyway right but right. uh necessarily right like we cater to our fans not core but um that was a big reason of it but i always wanted to be slick with my words like if like i want to expand my vocabulary like if i can fit something in there why i ain't got a cussing and get out the same stuff and maybe i go in more depth with it then i'm cool with it but sometimes man you gotta let something off <laughs> so, like, uh you'll you'll see uh but but that was a great question but it was always strategic i'm very strategic with what i do and it was like if i got the opportunity Hey, it's ready for radio, and it has, it has worked. We got a couple radio placements uh, because of that. Like it was already ready to go, so they could just pull it, put it directly up. They didn't have to hit me up. Like I ain't want no hurdles. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, man. But go ahead, uh, Kyrie. Oh yeah, no. Basically, I'm saying you out here playing chess. Basically, like you moves ahead of you know like your thinking. So I could tell like with your craft, you're gonna be successful because that's something that a lot of people don't think about. Like you setting yourself up for success, and time is like the most important resource. Like you cutting out a chunk of time because like your your products already like radio ready. It's radio. It's ready for commercials. It's ready for ever, however anybody want to use your brand however. in that sense. Like man, real smart thinking right there. 
Facts. That's, Appreciate it. Yeah, y'all see these these strategic these strategic moves. Uh, how would you how would you recommend um, any up and coming artists like because like I said you you've had opportunities I've seen you perform lives and these ain't small venues that you performed at. How would you uh, recommend uh, an up and coming artist to get uh, set up with those venues? Like, how do you go about it? Woo! All right. So relationships, uh, relationships, and hitting the pavement. Like I'm gonna type like. It's a song I got that I released not too long ago called Parade, where it say, bridge ain't there, then I'm making it. Please understand me till I bring that with the Grammy. So, like, the way that I say it is, like, if the opportunity ain't there, make it. Like, I don't care. Like, start off. Like, I've done shows and turned a, a warehouse into a venue. You know what I'm saying? And we sold it out. Like, you can't be scared to just do like, you can't wait on somebody, and hey, I'm trying to get on their show. I'm trying to, like, nah, bro. I've also done things where I went up and down in different cities and just pulled people over. Like, it'd be me and a group of people. I'm like, hey, I'm a rap for y'all. Like, if at any point in time it's up, just tell me shut up. And they'd be like, oh, okay. And I do it. And I'm like, all I want you to do is follow, go listen to my music. That's it. So, like, you got to be, you just got to be relentless. Like, nothing, nothing is easy. You got to make sure that you're ready to put your own money up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the biggest things. Like, you go have a conversation and you got to be ready for it. Um, and for me, I would say start off, and this is probably uh, what's going to get a lot of people, do as much as you can. Like, I'm a graphic designer. Um, you know, when I first started, I did everything. I produced my beat. I uh, recorded the track. I mixed my track. I made the cover art. I put it out. Uh, you know, I went and booked my own venues. Then I made my own tickets. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I did every single thing because if if you ain't got the budget, you got to know how to do it. Like, ain't no in between. So, like, like figure out how to do it so you ain't waiting. Oh, man, I need a manager on it. Nah, bro, the more you wait, like you say, it's, uh, it's only so much time you got. Like, you got to you gotta take over and, like, take your own career by the horns and just go after it. Like, call them venues. I walked up and down the streets. Hey, man, who the owner? Who do I need to talk to? Like, if, yeah, if they ain't answering my calls, I'm pulling up. Like, okay, they open up at 5, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it took a lot of time. Uh, but, you know, once you build those relationships and you show uh, that, you know, you're going to be a man of your word and you're going to uh, pay what needs to be paid and uh, you put on a great performance and people want to come see you again and they want to see you again, it's going to build up, even if it's 1, 10, 20, 100 at a time. Like, it, it'll happen. Uh, it just it just ain't microwave. Like you gotta you gotta put in the work even for that. I think. Oh my bad. Oh you get no. You, I stepped on you. Go ahead. You got it. Oh yeah. So I think, bro. Like just listening to you talk, I feel like you got something that a lot of artists don't have, and like that's that one thing is that drive, right? Like you're doing everything right, but not only that, it's like huge sacrifices you're making. Because a lot of people, most people, they would make excuses in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. Um, where'd you develop like this discipline? Did it come over time, or you always just had that drive and that hunger to like, you know, what I'm saying, get things done in that sense? I won't. Well, man, I. It's always been a name in me. Um, and this is one thing I'll say, like, a lot of times, you know, people like myself would be like, man, everybody can do this. Everybody not built to do certain things. Some people need a label. Some people need this. Some people need that. Like, for me, when I was a kid, I was, you know, I'll pull up on people and draw from when, you know, I got older. I went to the barbershop early so I could be the first one there before we had appointments and everything was all beautiful like it is now. <laughs> I would go early, be the first one there. 
uh, have somebody pay to switch spots with me. Uh, then I stay John first and, oh, dang, I got to go to work. Hey, well, shoot, you can give me $40. We can switch out. You know what I'm saying? I took that money to go get some candy. And, like, that's how I am. Like, I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, so that that came from lack, but it also came from, like, seeing both sides of the field. Like, in my family, people are entrepreneurs, whether it's illegal or legal. i seen both sides of it. i seen the hustlers that was doing it illegal. i seen, you know, kinfolk had the whole insurance company. You know what I'm saying? Like, i seen right. all that. You know what I'm saying? Or the barbers and the, the musicians, like, all of that. So, like, it's it was, I was raising that. Like, whatever that was, it was like, go get it. Like, my pops was like, hey, even when you got a job, you got to make sure you got a side hustle. And he taught me young, side hustle don't always mean illegal. Like, you just mm-hmm. got to make sure you always got something coming in. So, like, for me, it was always, like, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I go get it. Now, I can, you know, I got homies and we can work out stuff to where they can mix certain stuff and I get beats from other people. But when you first started, man, like, sometimes you just got to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all created this this podcast that we on right now right like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like y'all don't wait for somebody to come get y'all opportunity and oh uh, man like we nah bro you just gotta create it mm-hmm. like create the opportunities like yeah, yeah. ain't nobody gonna make it for you right Kyrie said something real dope it was a bar so i'm gonna quote it again a couple weeks ago on the podcast he said perfection is in the process a lot of people want to start off and be great like like from the jump, like microwave success, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta jump off the cliff and build the plane on the way down. Like you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. Everybody worry about the perfect, being perfection, perfected, per- perfect. I'm sorry, from the jump. Right, and I heard another bar actually this weekend because I was reading, uh, was, I was reading a book, uh, The Art of Discipline, or something like that, and it was talking about don't let perfect be the enemy of good. So you know what you're saying, like you just got to start, whatever it is, just create it, and it's gonna come along with the time. Um, but I do want to. We had a um, listener put a question in the chat for you. They said, "What are your goals for the rest of the year?" Uh, to take over. Period. Like. <laughs> We're just mashing the gas, bro. Uh, like I told you, we got a project coming on the uh, 28th. And even with the project coming on, the, I mean, on the 27th of next month, uh, it's still music coming before that. So, like, I'm just saying, like, I, I let people have it for a while. That's why I feel about it. But, um, and I'm, I'm my biggest enemy. I'm always trying to tell myself, like, like uh, you know, I get attention and then remain consistent. But when I say... I'm I'm ready to go the next however many years it take of consistent music releasing videos, um, just that man. Just I'm flexing creativity. Like people flex money, whatever. I'm flexing my creativity this year. Like I'm different, bro. Like yeah, I'm different. Yeah. Like just period. Like I just want to show. Like I'm here to show my daughter that anything is possible. Period. Absolutely. Like. Just keep going. Like, I want to show you that anything is possible. Just start. Like you said, just go, man. Like, you can wait to next week or next year, and that may never come. We always talk about tomorrow syndrome. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it, man. Do just jump. Yeah, just go. Today. Yeah, COVID should have shown yeah. us all that. You can't You can't wait. You just got to get up and go. Um, I'm glad you brought up your daughter because uh, I, I want to ask about your uh, your family life and your and your uh, your work life, your work work creativity and you know uh, home life balance. How do you tend to balance that? Because your daughter is uh, five months, correct? 
Uh, she'll be five months on the third. She is four months now. Okay. Hey, congrats, congrats on that. Bro. Yeah, on God, congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah just give, give our listeners a little insight on how you balance that. Because as, as a creative, man, I know for a fact, like, having a family, it's hard. Like, having little ones, it's hard, bro. You got you to gotta find the balance. So, how do, how, do you, how do you balance that? It is. It is hard. Um, I'm thankful that I have a lady that she's a creative, too. So, like, that creative language is different. Like, if you ever met somebody or had a friend or family member that don't understand that, they throwing off your vibe. They don't understand what it means when you got to get in your zone. Like, they don't understand that. We both oh, understand that. She's a creative herself. Uh, and she supports me the same way I support her. And um, I have my therapist uh, was, like, big on, hey, don't try to separate too much of your life. So my daughter comes in here with me and we chilling and I'm making my music and she loves it. Like, you know, so I, Hey, let me put a chair in here. Let's work unless I'm recording. And like, sometimes she'll be chill if she gets it, but I try to have her be a part of it because it'll be, it'll be too hard to try to like separate everything, man. Like, like too hard. So if I want to do it successfully, it's like, okay, right. Come on, like let's create. And now she's used to that environment. So the older she get, Hey, we in the studio. Yeah, let's go. Let's create. And she mm-hmm. seems to like it. Even even though I know she's four months, but she she loves it. She's smiling and like and I think just was it yesterday, I think she realized like she was so confused. She was looking at the speaker and then looking back at me and then looking at the speaker like his voice is coming out of the speaker at the same time. <laughs> That's, like, that it was it was brilliant. But um I think it, but it's hard, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying I got the just perfect remedy, but trying to have your family or you know be a part of what you do you know like i'm also there when my girl is doing shoots you know we also do stuff together like it's it's a like we try to stay a part of it all i mean we still figuring it out you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's it's still fresh you know but uh um we we learn and i think just being open to learning and being flexible and you know uh i think that's the biggest thing there but don't ever let like the biggest thing is i think my daughter put more batteries in my pack like nah like now nah, i really gotta show her like now nah, we get it and we doing everything and anything is possible baby girl she gonna see it in this household first from her mama and her daddy so like she gonna see like anything is possible yeah that's dope and you said your therapist said don't separate your can you say that quote try again? not to try not to separate like what you do from your family mm. like a lot of people would do that like you know like because it's easy to do that you know like Oh, um, I'm starting this and I like I didn't be a part of it, whether that's like, hey, we gonna go hand out flyers today. Like I'm just talking about in the general thing, yeah. right? Hey, like we coming up with ideas as a family. Hey, we whatever it is, you know, my daughter in here with me and we creating music. I'm not like, dang, I need to go to my music machine and stay in there. You know what I mean? So try to have it all as intertwined as possible as you can, right? Like it's gonna be some things where you can't. Mm-hmm. But I try not to say I think, you know. Shout out to uh, to Toby. Like I feel like that's a good person to see. Right. That. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like so, like you see him and his kid. He doing the interview. His kids. There his woman there. Like they create music. Like like so now he ain't got to separate the two. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Like they pull up to Netflix offices or I mean, Apple's offices. He there with they there with him. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Like he ain't trying to separate it too much because then it becomes a headache of trying to keep these two lives. You two. You got two different selves now. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just trying to. I'm still learning, but uh, just just trying to keep it like that. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so next week we have a knee in the mirror on the podcast, y'all. <laughs> they pulling up <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> uh, um, uh, but but I, I, I said so my other question. You mentioned therapy, um, and and like I said, you you are you are another artist who's uh, super uh, vulnerable in his music. Uh, uh, How's therapy help you uh, cope with things that you've that you've dealing with in your personal life? I think therapy. Uh, so just to give like my full like story when it comes to like counseling therapy. Um, it was a lady in elementary. Her name was Miss Woods. Shout out Miss Woods. Uh, when I had a time in my life where mama was locked up, my granny was locked up, and my uncle was locked up all at the same time. And um, I would go sit on her couch, and she taught me how to deal with my feelings, how to speak about stuff. That's really when I dove deep into my art and drawing. Like so, um, I've, I'm big on having somebody that is like actionable and self-accountability within it right like you have to figure out like self-awareness and everybody's therapist is different so everybody don't do the same style but for me me and my therapy it's about what can i do to make this situation better what what can i do to make sure that i'm taking time for this what can i do to make sure that i'm not overstepping in certain areas what can i do to make sure that i'm not that I'm not, you know, putting on somebody oxygen mask before I'm putting on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that you take care of yourself. And I think that that's a part of it, but that's a piece of it, right? Like, you got your hobbies, you got your family life, you got your work, you got your, you know, you're working out, you're eating, like, all of that goes together, bro, to kind of kind of help you move forward. So, like, make sure that you, you know, taking care of yourself. And I'm self-aware, man. I don't let myself gain all this weight. So now I'm on my my weight loss journey again you know what i'm saying we back boxing and stuff man just like just trying to get it down like i just uh i just want to want to be healthy in every area you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mentally physically financially in my dreams my relationships with family my girl whatever it is man like i just think that it it takes a lot to because how you are in one area of your life usually moves over into the others yeah. so like making sure that you keep that together and start being self-aware okay i see this pattern okay how can i correct this so i see this pattern this is great how can i move this over here um and and just being very self-aware uh, i think is is really the key to a lot of it mm-hmm. i'm glad you said that about um how you do one thing is how you do everything uh for in most cases that's true you can you can tell a lot about a 100%. person yeah yeah how, how they how they move just by doing one thing so like mm-hmm. i said for our listeners who are out there and when it comes to therapy and your mental health uh connected to and kind of be aware of some of the things that you that you're doing in one area of your life it's probably like you said bleeding over into the other areas uh Kyrie, you have any questions for Alex? yeah man so with the whole the situation about being uh like self-aware and being able to understand how you need to be able to maneuver one thing that like change things and everything like that um does that play a part in your music like uh, as far as you know developing or like fixing mistakes of things you heard in your past like your old music and your new development and stuff like that with the songs you have oh yeah man uh it's like i only compete with myself so like I'm always competing with myself. Like even with me, like that song, that record gibberish, which I played at the end. Mm-hmm. I remember I held on to it, and I have this rule: like if you're holding on to something, that's because you feel like it's your best, and so you don't feel like you can, you don't feel like you can make a better song than that. Like so, like for me, it's mm-hmm. like, and so I'm always trying to get better, you know. And sometimes that is being self-aware too, like. If the homie make amazing beats and his beats is better than mine, if we work together great on a lot of stuff, well, shoot, let me bring that into it so we can make better music. So sometimes it, it takes getting the ego out the way. Sometimes it takes 
like it, it take a lot but but uh you know i think if you want the best product if you want to put out the best work it take a lot of that being like out your way sometimes but sometimes it's also standing on like nah it's the way we got to do it and it's going to be better and i'm feeling this like yeah. believing in yourself you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's it's a balancing act but uh but for me i'm always trying to get better always trying to get better like uh taking over uh is better than starter pack you know what i'm saying the project i put out uh in 2020 like it it's it's better than starter pack like man that's what i feel about it like and the project i release after that gonna be better than taking over and the single that i release after like I, i'm always trying to one-up myself always um so yeah yeah, I love that, bro. That's that mentality you got to have or mama mentality is most people speak of, you know what I'm saying, where you just you on that grind to constantly get better, man. But like even from this being the first time I met you and hearing from you, like, bro, I can tell you're going to go real far with this. Like, it's like, man, it's contagious. Like, I'm enjoying this interview right now, man. Yeah. And hey, appreciate you. One, one thing I want to say because you, you said something very poignant earlier you've been dropping jewels all over the place but but the one uh, one thing you said Bam. about is uh, uh, you <laughs> holding on to your best work you said you just gotta gotta release it because I know a lot of artists who do that they they, they don't I, I think you gotta have ultimate self confidence uh, to release what you deem quote unquote as your best work you know what I mean like you gotta you gotta like you, you gotta keep moving forward what, what is your thoughts on that like I said you, you kind of expounded on it but I just want to go a little bit deeper Oh man, um, I think that one of the biggest, or like I was just some kind of way yesterday, I was watching this interview and it was a Post Malone and uh, he was talking about White Iverson mm -hmm. and uh, how people kept being like, hey, just hold on to it, just hold on to it. He's like, what do I got to lose? Like, I'm broke. I ain't got nothing. And he put it out and he took off from there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, this was what, 2015 yeah. when that song came out and like, look at him now, he's one of the biggest stars in the world. Um, but I think that, like, you may be holding on to your big break. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like look at it from that way. Like, if, mm. if you feel that way, you may be holding yourself back. Like, and even with me, I had to be on myself. Like, Flowers, for instance. Like, like, I think my biggest thing with that song was I never thought the studio version could, like, touch the live version, like, at all. Mm. And so, like, but now the studio version, killing. I'm just saying, uh, flowers is on the way. Yeah, Later this year, flowers that. is on the way. Uh, shout out Stephen Q. Uh, yeah, shout out Stephen Q. That's my favorite up and coming artist. If y'all don't know him, uh, go check him out. Uh, but just like, man, you got to be relentless, and you got to know that, like, if I made that, I can make something better than that. Just period. Like, you made it, so that same energy that made that if you constantly getting better you constantly working at your craft i can make something better than that mm -hmm. so like yeah like that's just the way i feel about it you know what i mean so it's it's so many like we we all got plenty of life experiences and sometimes you have to learn how to dig into them places that maybe you didn't want to go back to or maybe some things that you forgot that was amazing mm -hmm. and like pull them experiences or Talk to people, get their experiences, mate. And if it touch you, make the music out of it. Like, mm -hmm. just just go hard and keep working at your craft. Keep working at it. Keep beating at it. And I think that that can go into any lane, like uh, any lane. Like, you made a dish. Oh, man, you can make a better dish than that. Mm -hmm. Like, that ain't the best dish you can make. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Whatever that is, man. Like, I feel like just, just keep going. Uh, one other question I forgot to ask it earlier, but uh, why do you make the, why did you make the choice to go with a live band when you perform versus just playing the the, uh, the TV track? You know, what I'm saying in the background, why did you make that decision? I do both. I think it really depends on one budget and what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, 
a band adds another element. Like it just adds another element, bro. Like, um, like I can't have a drummer going off doing a, a feel on the on the track because the track hitting with the 808s. Like that's what I wanted on the track. Mm-hmm. But live, sometimes, man, you it's it's certain things and it's moments, right? Mm-hmm. Like a track end, it ends. But when you have a band, we can improvise, we can stretch stuff out, we can add a whole nother verse to a song, we can we can splash here, we can splash there. I think it just take it just it just add different elements, man. Like when you able to have other people on stage with you that's connecting and they the best that they craft and we all coming together to make it's it's just it's just hidden. But sometimes that track cut through, you know what I'm saying? So like it just depends on what what vibe I'm in. Sometimes I want the whole band. Sometimes I want a DJ and a keyboardist. Sometimes I just want the the DJ. Like it just depends on like what vibe I'm trying to go for. You know what I'm saying? Like I done I done did all of them. Um and like it depends on my vibe sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I want that band. Sometimes I'm like, nah, we're gonna ride these tracks out. We're gonna have some fun tonight. Like it just depends. So like yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we had a, a question from the live chat. Uh, one uh, I listen want to know what projects or song would you recommend to someone who's not familiar with your music uh, to listen to? I mean, it's great. Uh, I would say go listen to Starter Pack. Um, mm-hmm. The reason why I even created that was I think we were talking earlier, Kyrie, and uh, it has different elements. It's it's not just one vibe throughout it. So you get a little piece of this, a little piece of that, a little piece of whatever like you and i think that you're gonna hear hey man this boy can spit you're gonna say hey man it's a fun track you're gonna say hey man i feel like hustling today you may you may feel like hey man i feel like firing up the grill you know what i'm saying whatever it is but i think starter pack is a good starting place until taking over come out then i want you to start taking over um <laughs> but yeah starter pack is just a, it's just a good introduction to, to taking I had a question to you, a uh, question for you too, going back to one of your earlier response about how you feel like you could always continually make something better. Have you ever hit a plateau when it comes to your creativity where you just get like writer's block or you like getting a creative funk? Um, and how you deal with that? Question, can we cuss on here? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. All right, cool. Yeah. Okay, so look, I was in one uh, not too long ago um, mm-hmm. and shout out to homie J-Tracks, amazing producer. He sent me these slow beats, and I was like, man, these are amazing. And I ain't had nothing. I literally, one of the like lines was like, uh, uh, had writers like this shit flowing like his diarrhea, eating this beast cream and mama me. I'm a going on the rise, second the great, I put that on my life. Like, it's just like, like sometimes it hit, and like, you just got to keep beating at it. Like, okay. Or, like, what my therapist said to me was like, like, if you always pouring out the cup, get some more life experiences. Mm-hmm. Let, okay, take. She she equated it to like when well, you're looking for your keys, right? You look for your keys and you look at hard like God, where are my keys at? And you stop thinking about it, you find your keys. It's like <laughs> like what? Or when yeah. you're trying to think of something and then you going to sleep at night from an argument you was having earlier and you like in the name of something pop up like, dang, why didn't I have this early? You ain't thinking about it. It's there. So like sometimes it just hit like that, but don't be too far removed that you don't catch it when it do hit. Like, that's the way I see it. Like, so I'll come in, I listen to the beats and mm-hmm. listen to the beats or I start making a track of my own or, but sometimes you don't make some trash. Like, <laughs> like you don't make some yeah. trash, but <laughs> it's just like, sometimes I write three, four, five verses before I get the one that I want. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes 
I'll make a full song in 15 minutes from the beat to the everything. You know what I'm saying? So it just really depends. But you do have those moments. But I feel like in those moments, I come out better. And then I come out making some of the best work. Like, mm. So I'm still going to continue over. It's just like anything. Like, you know, the graph go down. And, but over time, it's still going up. And that's why I feel about it. Right. That consistency. But first off, you might have a Jordan a therapist, bro, because that's like some of the best advice. <laughs> hey, I've bro. Heard. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, give hey, me her listen. number. <laughs> she called, man. Like, I was going through a rough patch and I was looking for a therapist. I was like, man, I need a therapist. I need a therapist. Mm. And I think it was like last, last summer and I put it in and it was like a three month wait to get your first session. I was like, bro, mm. what? And sound like the VA. And I was gonna find another one. I was like, you know what? If it takes three months to get in here, she probably cold. Like that's why I said it. Like right. Uh, so I got in. Once you win, it don't take that long for you to get your next session. But yeah, bro, she cold with it, man. She cold. Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, she cold with her number, bro. Because I'm like, you know, I'm trying to go to the <laughs> I'll, next I'll level too. Sure. <laughs> I'll send you the information for sure. <laughs> For sure, man. Appreciate it. Building already, man. But uh, man, I'm I'm all out of questions for you, Alex. I don't know if the live chat got anything else, uh, or if or if you want to uh, let the listeners know anything else, man. Sure, man. Like I said, uh, we're just taking over. Um, I, I just appreciate anybody who who listened, uh, who wanted to be a part of it. If if you heard something and you like, dang, how can I get in? It's allnamestkn.com. All name at allnamestkn. If you Listen on Spotify, all names TKN. Um, but I just want to connect with y'all, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, I think that uh, I know that this is just that time, man. Like, if you catch on now, cool. If you catch on in a year, cool. You're just going to hear some great music. You're going to be inspired. You're going to want to have fun. You're going to want to connect with your people that you ain't connected with in a minute. Like, I just want you to take the time to love. Go after your dreams and listen to dope ass music and uh keep connecting. Yeah, for sure. Man, man. Well, well said, yeah, bro. Very well, well said. said. Hey, but yeah, y'all check this brother out, man. His music on Spotify. You Apple music too, I'm assuming. All the all the yeah, platforms. Everywhere. Wherever title, you listen you know to know music, saying? isn't it? Mm -hmm. Every day. And don't YouTube, forget yeah. May twenty eighth. He got a venue in Dallas, so y'all go check that out too, man. But it's definitely been a pleasure having you on the show, man. I don't yeah. we might have to notes. we might have to pull up on you and do a live episode that day. Have you back on? The hey, show. bro. <laughs> Low key. I'm yeah, I'm because I'm because I'm, I'm there regardless. We can do it at the venue. Yeah, Let yeah. me know. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm there regardless. So yeah, we might have to put that together. Um, but man, listen, I'm gonna put all his links in the description so y'all won't have to search too far for him. Uh, his Instagram um, and uh, all his uh, music links so y'all can find them. Um, uh, Kyrie, you got anything else, brother? Man, nah, man. Y'all make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for coming out. Support Unlabeled Podcast. Hey, once again, don't forget the audio side of things. Um, so y'all can check us out on Spotify, Apple Music as well, Apple Podcasts as well. And don't forget to check out Taken, man. This dude is excellent. He's definitely on the rise. So we'll see y'all next time. Yes, sir. Addison, anything else? Any yes, last sir. words, brother? Hey, no. Shout out Unlabeled. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Unlabeled. Yeah. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Hey, and we will see y'all on. Tuesday. We're doing a special episode Tuesday. We're going to have a whole uh, team back on Tuesday. We'll see y'all Tuesday with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. Peace. 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 Peace.